Greetings and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that an Old Testament soothsayer aspired to die the death of the righteous? Even though God had prophesied through this man in the past, at the time he pronounced this wish, he had been hired by a Moabite king to curse Israel as they journeyed to the Holy Land to conquer it from the resident pagans. This anomalous story focuses on a bizarre character of the Old Testament. Nonetheless, what he proclaimed about the death of the righteous has inspired Bible readers ever since. Today's Digging Deeper examines this intriguing account. Our focus verse for this study is, Who can count the dust of Jacob and the number of the fourth part of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous, and let my last end be like his. Numbers 23.10, King James Version throughout. These words are part of the first oracle of a false prophet named Balaam. He had been hired by Balak, the king of Moab, to curse Israel as they passed through his territory on their way to the promised land. Numbers 22, 1-41, 23, 1-30, and 24, 1-25. Balaam recognized that the righteous have hope in their death. Proverbs 14, 32. This glorious future is their last end. However, he seemed to realize he was not part of their destiny. Subheading, Who are the righteous? Just who are these righteous that Balaam described? Some may think the righteous are perfect people. However, Israel was anything but, as explained by the Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown commentary. Quote, This designation of upright or righteous people given by Balaam to Israel was applied to them not on account of the superior excellence of their national character, for they were frequently perverse, disobedient, and rebellious, but in reference to their being an elect nation, in the midst of which God the just and righteous dwelt. Deuteronomy 32.4, end of quote. Ellicott's commentary for English readers defines the original word, quote, the Hebrew word yesharim, that is, upright or righteous, is applied to Israel because God, who is just and right, Deuteronomy 32.4, had chosen his people to be a jeshurun, Deuteronomy 32.15, 33.5, and 26, a holy and peculiar people following after righteousness and judgment, end of quote. To bring this concept into our own time, Adam Clark's commentary declares, quote, A righteous man is one who is saved from his sins, who is justified and sanctified through the blood of the covenant, and who lives not only an innocent, but also a holy and useful life. He who would die well should live well, for a bad death must be the issue of a bad life. End of quote. Based on this, God's people are the righteous. Subheading, the soothsayer's dilemma. Balaam was from Mesopotamia, Deuteronomy 23, 4. 
and is described as a soothsayer, Joshua 13.22. James Gray's concise Bible commentary declares, Balaam is a mystery. He comes from Mesopotamia, where the knowledge of the true God lingered after being lost in the other parts of the known world. He is one of the group containing Melchizedek and Job, who testified that although Jehovah was now revealing himself peculiarly to the Hebrews, yet he had not left himself without witnesses in the other nations. End of quote. Balak brought Balaam from Aram, that is Mesopotamia, to curse and defy Israel. Numbers 23.7. The Bridgeway Bible Dictionary clarifies what is meant. Quote, Cursing in the ancient Hebrew world was not a burst of bad language, as it is usually in the world of today. It was a pronouncement of judgment, believed to bring the release of powerful forces against a person cursed. Numbers 22.6, Judges 5.23, Job 31.30, Proverbs 30.10, end of quote. This was an ancient custom, as Fawcett's Bible Dictionary declares, quote, it was a practice of ancient nations to devote their enemies to destruction at the beginning of their wars. The form of execration is preserved in Macrobius Saturnalia 3, 9, end of quote. However, God, Israel's protector, would not permit Balaam to curse the Israelites. Numbers twenty two twelve. Balaam tried more than once to curse Israel. Instead, God's words coming from his mouth were only blessings on Israel. Numbers 13.2 Even though Balaam was self-serving in his plot with Balak, God still spoke through him. Numbers 23.5 Balak demanded that Balaam curse Israel instead. Balaam retorted, How shall I curse whom God has not cursed? Or how shall I defy whom the Lord has not defied? Numbers 23.8 our focus verse for this article comes from this exchange of intense and desperate words. Balaam admitted he could only proclaim what God put in his mouth. Numbers 23.12. F.B. Myers, through the Bible, day by day, notes, quote, On the contrary, he could forge no weapon against Israel that could prosper. And when he tried to raise his tongue in judgment against the people of God, he was condemned. It was as if God said, Touch not mine anointed. Psalm 105, verse 15, Isaiah 54, 17, Romans 8, 31, end of quote. Balak later declared why he did not go to war with Israel. He tried to curse them through Balaam, Joshua 24, 9-10, and Judges eleven twenty five. instead. John Kiddo's popular Encyclopedia of Biblical Literature explains that, quote, from Judges 11.25, it is clear that Balak was so certain of the fulfillment of Balaam's blessing, blessed is he that blesses thee, and cursed is he that curses thee, Numbers 24.9, that he never afterwards made the least military attempt to oppose the Israelites. Compare Micah 6.5, Revelation 2.14, end of quote. Subheading, what the death of the righteous requires. Even though Balaam wanted to die the death of the righteous, he did not get his wish. When the Israelites were victorious over their enemies, 
in taking their promised land. Among the people they executed was Balaam, Numbers 31.8 and Joshua 13.22. Ellicott's commentary for English readers explains, quote, The end of Balaam, Numbers 31.8, presented a strange contrast to his prayer and showed that even the prayer of the wicked is abomination in the sight of the Lord. See Proverbs 28, verse 9, end of quote. William Robertson Nichols' Sermon Bible presents this alarming picture. Quote, His own death was perhaps the most miserable of all that are recorded in the Old Testament. End of quote. David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary declares why. Quote, Balaam was one of the many who longed to die the death of the righteous, yet have no desire to live the life of the righteous. The two go together, end of quote. Few today are willing to live the life of the righteous so that they will experience the death of the righteous. Death is not pleasant. Often it is exceedingly difficult. Nonetheless, this assurance is offered by William Robertson Nichols' Sermon Bible, quote, By the death of the righteous is not meant merely a happy end, but any circumstances of death, whatever, after a holy and obedient life. The worst death of those who are counted righteous before God is better than the best and easiest death of an unrighteous person. End of quote. Dying in the faith of Jesus Christ reassures Christians that Though they sleep in Jesus through death for a time, 1 Thessalonians 4.14, they shall rise in glorious bodies like their lords, Philippians 3.21. The resurrection of the righteous is the sequel to the death of the righteous. This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to Living Education at lcgeducation.org, sponsored by the Living Church of God.